Welcome in, hockey fans, to Board Check, Impact Media's weekly drive through the neutral zone as we cross over the blue line, and of course, we're going to put it in the back of the net all night long. I'm your host, Jeremy, the Impact York. Welcome in. Lots to get into. We're going to go. We're going to. I'm going to talk about some more of the uh, the KSU Owls uh, players. We're going to hit some of the uh, defensemen tonight, and uh, in one of the centers. We're, of course, going to talk Nashville Predators. We're going to talk Carolina Hurricanes. We've got some NHL lines, some uh, some uh, NHL lines. I mean, uh, big stories coming up through the week as the NHL is into week number two. We will talk about the opening weekend for the Glads. That uh, is, is coming up rather quickly. Rather quickly. And by quickly, I mean this upcoming weekend. But before we get into all of that, if you would like to connect with the show, here are the ways you can do that. You can email the show, 3endzone at gmail.com. That is for everything here at Impact Media. If you want to put hockey in the subject line or board check, hey, that's great. If if not, we'll figure it out based off what you're asking. Uh, but that is the number 3, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. You can search for us on Facebook, Board Check, Impact Media, Jeremy York. Any of those should probably come up. If not, refer back to the email. If you are one of those people who just likes to click on a link and listen to the show with Board Check, there's actually two different ways you can do that. You can go to at Team Impact Media or at Board Check. B-O-A-R-D-C-H-E-C-K, all one word, on Twitter, Board Check, it's, it's the only show we have that has its own standalone Twitter, so you can just see the, the uh, there's a little bit of rugby on there too, but you can uh, mainly see all the hockey stuff there, or at Team Impact Media, you can see just the show links, that is the only thing we post on that account. If you would like to follow me on social media, in all the various things, including, you know, we do show links, we will do uh, places and things we, we do and, and uh, out in the community. At the Impact 99 on Twitter, Triller, TikTok, and Instagram. Those are all the fun ways you can find us. Uh, and also, if you are so inclined, and we do appreciate everybody who does this, if you want to leave us a rating, review, uh, five star rating, would be great. You can do so anywhere you find a podcast, whether that is Podcast One, Spotify, uh, the iTunes Store. There's all kinds of uh, places you can do so. If there is a place you regularly get a podcast that you cannot find us, let us know and we will fix that. Now, I teased it a little bit, so let's talk a little. Uh, let, let's. Let's start with previewing this upcoming weekend for the Gladiators. Of course, starting on Friday, 
and Saturday. They will welcome in the current defending ECHL champions in the Florida Everblades. Yep, the Everblades won last year for everybody new to the party, or that may be a forgotten. Uh, both those games are at 7 p.m., and they are... Let's see... They... Uh... There's a lot of giveaways going on. I, I had it somewhere, but I, I know... Uh, there's many promo packages and stuff as well. Best thing to do, call the front office. They can waive a lot of those online fees and get you the best deal possible. Then, of course, this Sunday at 3 p.m., for the first time ever, the Atlanta Gladiators are going to get their eyes on the newest team in the ECHL, the Savannah Ghost Pirates. And they did a really good job with their logos and colors and things like that. It, it looks really cool, and the Battle of Georgia will begin this Sunday. Big giveaway, big packages for that. Make sure, once again, to go to either AtlantaGladiators.com or you can uh, just call the front office and uh, any of the ticket reps will be able to help you out. So, now that we've talked about that, there's something a lot of you guys brought to my attention and uh, I am a regular subscriber to uh, what what uh, what uh, Fulty and crew do with the Atlanta Gladiators podcast. Um, I was currently behind when you guys brought this up, so I had not heard it. But he did have, Mike Fulton did have, now he's the voice of the glass for people who don't know. He's, he's the guy that when you hear, when you hear the play-by-play, that, that's Mike. He does a fantastic job. He actually used to be with the Florida Everblades, I believe. Uh, he did a fantastic job there. I can't believe they let go of him, but I'm glad they did because uh, he's done fantastic stuff here. So he hosts the podcast, and he recently had GLAD's president, Jerry James, on. And a lot of you guys listened to this and had concerns. It's understandable. It's uh, This franchise is in a weird place right now. And by weird, we know there's a new owner. I don't know any more than you guys do on it. I have reached out to people, and everybody, the, the GLADS organization is tight-lipped. And the people who do know are not telling anybody. So we're going to all find out together. I think the press conference is, is it this Thursday? Or it's, whatever it is. There, there's a big fan event. You can go to the fan event, and they, they will tell you then. Or you can find out with uh, the rest of us through all the uh, social channels. But uh, Jerry James, he said some some. Uh, he said a lot during this, and and I encourage you guys to go listen to it yourself. There are some things that I think you guys were correct on. As far as what you're reading into things, there sometimes maybe you're reading a little far into it. In my opinion, just my opinion. You're, I'm not saying your opinion's wrong or mine's wrong. I'm just saying we both have opinions. And they're similar, but they may be a little different on some things. Uh, but I'm going to go over some of the notes that I wrote. And I wrote um, quite a few about things he said and that he brought up and that he emphasized. A lot of these he said multiple times. So, uh, some things he, he put to, to bed real quickly. 
parking is through the arena. The fact that they suddenly started charging last year for parking was on the arena. It was not on Gas South. Gas South pays for the naming rights to the arena. The Gladiators rent the arena for the game days that they use. This is the arena. The arena is owned and operated by Gwinnett County. So that is, uh, don't, don't misplace your, your displeasure here. Uh, he, you know, he, he's not throwing them under the bus either. He's just saying, hey, it's just something that they, they deal with. Uh, but that parking is, is the arena. Uh, he said he, he has had some back and forths with the arena over various things, such as parking, because they are there 40 days a year. Among others. Uh, and, and they have a lot of events and, uh, you know, and as far as Disney on Ice being in the middle of the first round of the playoffs. Oddly enough, I think Disney on Ice is coming up in the next week or so, which is weird. But he said that he goes back and forth, uh, not regularly, but he has before with the arena over various things. And parking has been one and availability another and things like that. Because he feels like they're the most, they're the tenant that's there the, the most, which is true. They use it the most days a year. They feel like they should get, um, they should get, you know, get to use the arena for the playoffs or, or you know, when for the most part when they can. Um, and the the thing I can't remember if him or Mike, if Jerry or Mike brought it up, but. As as far as uh, somewhere down the road, another team potentially um, in the area, whether that be ECHL, whether that be SPHL, whether that be AHL or even NHL, and we'll get more in the NHL part in a minute. Uh, he he kind of deflected it, which is his way of saying he's hearing things, but nothing he can talk about, which. A truth be told, we'll move the curtain back. There, there are times that I hear things that I have to wait until they are to a certain level before I can tell you guys about. And and I hate hiding things, but there's certain things that that basically in the media we don't have the clearance to talk about until they're almost public. Just for a lot of times, it's safety concerns. A lot of times, it is uh, that the deal is just not done until it's public. Stuff like that. But I do my best to tell you guys things as soon as I can. And I know a lot of other people do. The Gladiators are really good at that as well. I know uh, Christine Troike over at uh, at uh, the Gwinnett paper does a fantastic job. She, she is one to follow as well as us. Uh, but he kind of deflected it. Which tells me that there's a lot of speculation but nothing concrete. So he can't. He's not going to speculate. He's not going to go, well, I'm hearing some things. But this would have to have an... He, he deflected it as he should. Uh, it was brought up about Athens. That brand new complex was built in Athens. They're, they're in the process of finishing it now. And it has been promised that a brand new ECHL team would be debuting there. So that would mean that 
technically couldn't be the Gladiators, right? Because the Gladiators are an existing team that would be relocated. He did not say a relocated team. He said it uh, from what he heard. He doesn't know anything about it. But uh, he also emphasized that he is always looking at all possibilities to make this franchise better. And you have to. You can't just say, no, we're just going to... We're just going to do these things and keep doing these things. No, I, I see what he's saying. If the opportunity to move to a different arena that maybe doesn't charge for parking or that maybe doesn't regularly have Disney on ice um, in the middle of the playoffs, you know, things like that. If if that opportunity, maybe it's still in Gwinnett County. Maybe it's closer to Atlanta. Maybe it's uh, slightly further out. Don't know. There's a lot of possibilities, a lot of places out there. Maybe it's Cobb County. He mentioned Cobb County a couple different times in this thing, which was interesting. And uh, I would love to have a sit-down with him as well, but uh, uh, Mike asked a lot of the questions I would. So, um, let's see. Yeah, he he did kind of, when he said, when he mentioned Cobb County a couple times, uh, Mike asked, even like uh, we're talking ECHL, AHL, NHL, and he says, "Well, it, uh, the possibility of of any of those is always there." He said, "But something that he knows is that the NHL has made it pretty clear that Atlanta is not a consideration unless it is going to be like Truist Park." Um, even though it's, it would not be t- technically on that big a scale. Like, to have a whole area dedicated to the arena with uh, the shopping, you know, the retail, and the food, and the restaurants, and the, uh, the various activities that are all, cent- concert halls that are all centered around the area. Which is something that... Gas South Arena that doesn't technically have. There's a little bit of stuff around them, but there's not. I mean, you have to kind of venture out. You couldn't walk out of the game and walk into a restaurant. It's a pretty good walk to the end of the parking lot to get to it. Like, if you want to go over there on the other side where Kroger is, you are going to have to cross the street. You know, so it's just... he He's, he's just saying what he's heard, not personally from the internet, NHL, but what the NHL has said is that Atlanta would only be considered if if the area was built up around it. It's fine. Um, he also says that one of his main focuses and has been with his team is the digital and social, uh, especially on the ticket side. He he knows the faithful, and he appreciates you guys that buy the season tickets or that that uh you know that walk up to the box office those kind of things but that's that's what he says is is the walk-ups and also the online ticket sales and the digital marketing involved in that that is a focus for him because that's that's where the world's going a lot of times you don't have physical tickets most people just scan their phones or even your your even your season tickets, I think you can load up on your phone through the Access app and places like that. So he says that is actually something that he really goes after because he wants to get the attendance up. We had great attendance last year. He understands a lot of that had to do with the winning. 
and that is that is something he tries to parlay uh, through the other aspects as well. But he also says that uh, the better the better the attendance, the better argument they have for keeping things the way they are. And that's not a threat. That's not him saying, oh, if there's not X amount of people that go to games this year, then the arena's going to kick us out, or we're going to relocate to Zimbabwe. Or you know, He's not saying that. He's just saying that the numbers have been great in recent years, and if we keep them there, it allows the team to do bigger and better things as well. Uh, what else was there? He said in order to bring in a new franchise on any level, and, and this pertains to, to Athens as well, trying to bring in an ECHL team, which, by the way, that's only like an hour from Gwinnett, if that. That would be that's pretty close. That's you know Savannah's four hours away. So, uh, but the things you need are money, facilities, and infrastructure, which is you know part of why we haven't had an NHL team back in in a few years. There's some of those that those boxes that are not ticked off, and uh, that that's also what he looks at. You know uh, the the revenue that they bring in based off what goes out. The facilities are the facilities that they use are, are those um, up to par because he also said any arena that is used um, on ECHL or AHL level has to be up to the NHL standing. If they're not up to that level, then they can't be used for ECHL or AHL action. I, I didn't know that. I, figured, I, I mean, I knew they were all top-notch facilities. But he says that sheet of ice all the way to the, the walls, the glass, everything has to be to NHL standards or it can't be used. Uh, he brought up a really, really good point, and he apparently has had a conversation with Gover Governor Kemp about this. There, he, the, he talked about a need for a Georgia Sports Commission. Now, there's an Atlanta Sports Commission, but that only includes what's inside the, the Atlanta area there. So the Atlanta Sports Commission would have nothing to do with the Macon Mayhem, would have nothing to do with the uh, the River Dragons, or the Atlanta Gladiators, or the Athens, whatever those are. Savannah Ghost Pirates, not included. He said there needs to be a Georgia Sports Commission so that they could all work together to promote and do everything better. The Gwinnett Stripers, those people. All these people. Rome Braves out my way. I agree. I, 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 I'm right there with you, Jerry, on that one. There needs to be. And he said, he said he knows when you propose something like this that there's a chance that that means they say, well, it was your idea, then you need to be on the board. He said he's prepared to do that. If, if, if he is so called to do that, he has no problem and will not hide behind uh, his thing. But that was pretty much... A lot of the points and a lot of the things said in this podcast. So, once again, it's the Atlanta Gladiators podcast, halted, uh, uh, hosted by Mike Fulta, and this had President Jerry James on it. So, here's my takeaway. 
the first when I first heard it, when I was first hearing the words coming out of their mouths, I saw what you guys saw. I saw that it looks like the team has uh, not a foot out the door yet, but the door opened. And that if the arena continued to try to play hardball and, and not realize that hockey being there 40 days a year is beneficial for them and they think they can, they can put other things in there, then that means the Gladiators would consider a move. We also know there's new owners. New owners more than likely mean that the team is going to stay where they're at. More than likely. This team's not being bought so they can be moved to Canada like the last three teams we've had. Um, so if if uh, you guys are, I can feel you asking me through this. You want to know, are the Gladiators moving? I would say at the moment, no. Until we know more from the owners in the arena. They only did a one year with the arena, but those kind of things happen. A lot, a lot of times teams do year to year. There are other things in motion. And also keep this in mind. I know a lot of you in the Gwinnett area, in the Duluth area, would be upset if they moved at all. And I get that. But from what I, I took away from that, Jerry James is saying if the team were to get to that point where relocation is the best option, then it seems like Cobb County is more the direction they, they would be inclined to move and not to Athens. Cobb County. There are a handful of different sheets of ice out that way, including Marietta Ice Center. Uh, there, there's some other ones out that way. Plus, they could maybe the new owners want to build their own facility that they own and operate, and they can charge for parking or not charge for parking or have $2 nachos if they want. Because the concession, I didn't, I didn't bring that in there. The parking and the concessions have nothing to do with the Gladiators. Uh, they, I don't even know that they get any percentage of that whatsoever even though they're the ones bringing the traffic in. That means the Swarm don't get anything there either. That means uh, I'm sure Disney on Ice gets part of it. I'm sure country music performer that comes in, I'm sure they get something or the tickets at the gate or something, right? But that's another argument for another day. From what I can gather, the team is going to be in Duluth at least for the coming years, and that um, we just need to keep supporting them because uh, this is a great group of guys, great team. They're doing fantastic. I think they're poised for another big run. Maybe this time around we get home games in the playoffs. Um, I am doing my best to see which games I can go to, which ones I can take my nephews to. They went their first game last year, as I've said on the show before, and they loved it. I think their little sister wants to check it out, too. I have no problem doing that as well. I uh, hope to see a lot of you guys down there. But for now, I don't think there's a reason to panic. I don't think there was more than just useful information from Jerry. He was being very candid with a lot of his answers. He was not being corporate at all, I don't think, for the most part. There was a couple times 
but I understood why he did it. And uh, go Glads. That's that's what I see out of this. I, I think we should just support the team and see where it goes from there. But I very much think that this team is going to be around for the coming years at this at this particular juncture. But let's lighten the mood a little bit, and we're going to go to a break where we're going to talk or we're going to hear about our friends at BetOnline.net. And when we come back, we'll finish up with some NHL, talk some KSU, and be on our merry way. We'll be right back after this message. Hi, this is Jeremy the Impact York from Strong Style, Board Check, and That Sports Show. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline where the game starts. And we're back here on Board Check. Welcome back. I am Jeremy the Impact York. Uh, We spent the first part of the show, and it got a little lengthy, and I apologize a little bit there, but I went over the Gladiators podcast where Mike Folta interviewed President Jerry James, um, and it had had me worried a little bit. You know, like I said, I, I, I went back and I looked at it, and I... And I took notes, and I listened to what he actually said. And like I said, I, I come up with I don't I don't think the team's going anywhere anytime soon. And remember, opening weekend is this weekend, Friday and Saturday is at 7 p.m. versus the defending ECHL champion, the Kelly Cup winning Florida Everblades. And Sunday, the Savannah Ghost Pirates make their... Uh, first appearance in Atlanta. I believe we play them like seven times here and like four or five times there. So we're going to see them a lot. But uh, definitely want to go try to check them out. Uh, before we get into the NHL, I want to preview, I want to profile a couple more of the KSU players, including uh, one in particular. I think he's actually, a, uh, he might be the captain, I think he's the alternate captain. Uh, but he reached out. And uh, I want to call. I want to. I want to not only say I appreciate it, but uh, sophomore defenseman Aiden Hamby reached out, said uh, he enjoyed the show. He appreciated uh, my support and and uh, me talking about the KSU Owls and and absolutely. And we are uh, we exchanged information, or I got the information from his his uh, media contact, and uh, very soon. We are going to maybe try to do some stuff together to help promote the team and uh, maybe let you guys hear from some of these guys because uh, guys and girl, can't forget her. But uh, defenseman Aiden Hamby is doing a fantastic job. He makes it so much easier on the goaltenders because, he, he I mean, it's that's what a defenseman's job is, is to be that line of defense that you have to get through them to get to the goalie. So... Uh, and not not just that, but when they do get the puck to start the rushes and 
to start the rushes from the other side and to be the trailer coming in to maybe finish them off. But uh, Aiden's doing fantastic work, and shout out to him. Definitely appreciate you reaching out. Uh, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna be connecting very soon to do some, uh, so hopefully, do some stuff together, like like in the early days of board check. Uh, also, want to say shout out to freshman defenseman Christian Sousa. Hope I'm saying your name correctly. Uh, there is sophomore Zach Stacy, sophomore Michael Benjamin. And sophomore C.J. Billish, those are a lot of your underclassmen, freshman, sophomore defensemen. They are going to be that line of defense before you get to the goalies. And also shout out to sophomore Chris Scott. He is not a defenseman. He is a center, but he actually has, I believe, three goals on the year. So, uh, Scott, keep doing your thing. And if you've got great defensemen behind you, uh, you'll probably be scoring a lot more than that. But uh, definitely appreciate them. Definitely go check out uh, the KSU Ice Owls. Um, buy the merch. Uh, participate in their, their events and their fundraising because a, it's like I said, they're a club team. So they get little to no financial support from the university. Almost all of it is fundraising and out of pocket. And they are trying to help grow this, the, the beautiful game of hockey, through all the things they do. So, uh, you know, I'm going to order some stuff from the store. We're, I'm going to see what kind of promotions and things they have. And that way you guys know if they, they're doing fundraisers or things that you guys know what you can do to help. And uh, we all wish them the best and we are cheering them on and hope to make it to a few games this year because they are, have some really big battles coming up. And uh, I think they could use our support to to uh, beat some of these people like uh, Georgia and Georgia Tech and Tennessee and and Alabama. And these people, we're, we're better at hockey than these people. We know that. KSU's better at hockey than this. We know it. Go Owls. Let's go to the NHL. Some of the quick-hitting big stories in the NHL. Right now, uh, my take is that it's pretty even early on. You have almost everybody's getting a couple wins out of the way. Um, it seems like they, it seems like, uh, you know, it seems like everybody's like hot for a minute and then they're cold for a minute and everybody's like spread around and there's already been West Coast trips and Canada trips and all kinds of other stuff. And it seems like everything is kind of even, in my opinion. Uh, there's already been some big injuries. Uh, Matt Murray, who is now with the Toronto Maple Leafs, he was with the Ottawa Senators last year. We got to hear a lot about them through Mike Folta talking about the Senators when they were the affiliate. Of course, they're not the affiliate anymore. The Gladiators are the ECHL affiliate of the Tucson Roadrunners of the AHL and the Arizona Coyotes of the NHL. Uh, but Matt Murray is going to miss four weeks with an abductor injury. You just hate it. The, the, the cup winner, he, he brings all this leadership. Toronto always has goaltender issues, and now they have another veteran who will not be playing for the next month. Um, Patrick Line is going to miss three to four weeks for the Columbus Blue Jackets with a elbow strain. Uh, they definitely hope to get him back in in the mix because they're trying to get an early start. That's when they have slow starts. They usually have issues 
you know, trying to make the playoffs later on and make solid runs, so they are trying to get their star Patrick Line back in. Um, uh, Coach Boudreaux for the Vancouver Canucks is nearing 600 wins. He has 599 as of right now, but tonight he is playing against the team he used to coach for in the Washington Capitals. He is in Washington with the, with the uh, Canucks playing uh, as we speak. So uh, go Coach Boudreaux. Hope you get 600. Be great if you did against your old team. Even if you don't, that's that's fantastic that he has 599. He's gonna he's gonna have over 600. Uh, and then lastly, Sidney Crosby is off to a electric start. Just a he's off to the hot start. He is averaging three points a game for the last three or four games. And you know, every year we we ask is. Is Ovechkin's going to score 50? Is Austin Matthews going to score 50? I think this year we might have to ask, is Sidney Crosby going to score 50? This this could be the year when he gets back into it. But uh, we wish all of them the best. Of course, we all have our affiliations, but we're in such a golden era of hockey right now to be able to see the greatest players playing is just a treat every night. Even if your team's not playing, there's thousands of great players and moments just every night. Tune in, even if it's not your team. Speaking of our teams, let's talk about the Nashville Predators. They played a couple games last week. They went 0-2. I think coming back from being in Switzerland and Czech Republic, I think uh, the, the travel caught up to them. It happens, you know? It happens. Uh, but they had the loss versus Dallas, 4-1. Where Johansson was the only goal scorer, Soros had 25 saves in the loss. He also lost to Dallas in Dallas, five to one. Nino Niederreiter, who is you talk about someone on a hot start, my goodness. He had the lone goal there. Soros with 17 saves in the losing effort. Their upcoming games. They are going to host the LA Kings tomorrow night on Tuesday at 9:30. They are on Thursday night. They will be in Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets at 7 p.m. I think these are these Central times. I think these are Central times. But either way, uh, and then they will host on Saturday Philadelphia. The Flyers will be in at 8 p.m. There, gotta be Philadelphia. Gotta be Philly. Let's go to the Carolina Hurricanes. They had a little bit better of a opening week where they had the win versus the Columbus Blue Jackets 4-1. to Jarvis, Svechnikov, Brady Sky, and Nechas all with the goals there. Nechas is really, really heating up. Anderson, Frederick Anderson with the former Maple Leaf, by the way, with 31 saves in the win. They also had the win in San Jose 2-1, to where Sebastian Ajo and Marty Nechas, there he is again, had the goal. Antti Ranta gets 18 saves in uh, and the victory there. And let's just say, we all thought it would be weird to see Brent Burns go back and have to play against the Sharks. And it wasn't weird at all. It was us completely making more out of it than it was. Everything, everything went good. Upcoming schedule, though, for Carolina, they are on a Canadian West Coast swing. 
tonight, 10 p.m., they are in Seattle to take on the Kraken. Or the Kraken. Tomato, tomato. On Thursday, they will be in Edmonton to take on the Oilers at 9 p.m. And on Saturday, they will be in Calgary to take on the Flames at 10 p.m. And that's going to do it for us this week. Shout out to all you amazing people who make it so much fun to come on and talk about one of my favorite sports, the great game of hockey, each and every week. Remember, Glads fans, it's not doom and gloom. It's up and up. This team is going to do some great things this year. Remember to go support KSU. Uh, you can find all the links on Facebook. Just look up uh, Kennesaw State Hockey, and you'll be able to find all that. And uh, go Glads, go Owls, go Preds, go Canes, go watch hockey. We'll see you guys next week. Deuces, gooses. And the player's pop and-